Hey, so before I do my little intro that I normally do, I just feel like I need to check in. I, uh, I'm feeling extremely disconnected right now and, uh, even really anxious and, and, uh, a bit of like Monday morning brain fog. And I know one of the hardest parts about doing the podcast by myself is that it's me right now and I'm looking out my window and I'm looking at Ben Lomond Peak, which is beautiful, excuse me, and my throat keeps getting all raspy, which I don't, whatever, I don't know what to do about it. Um, And so it's just weird, like every time I keep, I keep recording an intro and then I delete it and and record an intro and delete it and that's just life, I guess, right? Like we try and... And then we, we, we don't feel it's good enough. And so we try again and we try again. And I think we can be pretty hard on ourselves, but, but isn't it ironic, right? That is a, my attempt in this podcast is to help people to, and to help you to feel like you're enough and to solve, solve some of your hardest problems. And, but to ultimately right that the, the worth of every soul is great and yours is, yours is worth so much. And so I think I just told myself, give myself permission to just check in a little bit and, and try to connect because yeah, it's just been, it's been really tough. So, so welcome. There's a little bit of human in me, not that I'm afraid to show it, but I just thought I'd, I needed to start there. So welcome to the motive podcast. And, um, if this is your, this happens to be your first episode, then welcome. And, uh, please go back and, and listen to some of our episodes, if not all of them and share it with your friends. So, you know, going back to even my little check-in now, um, so what that did for me, what that does for me, excuse me, see, I feel more connected now. Um, and ironically, the, the phrase I just said, I feel more connected now is what we're talking about that I feel more, see, my throat just keeps going, excuse me, I'm so sorry, um, but I feel more connected now. So, and in the now, so let's talk about what this now is, right? So I was, uh, I've, there's a book that I've, I've probably mentioned on here many times, but it's, if I haven't, it, it's called the power of now. And, uh, this book is a game changer. It is a top, probably top five book in my entire life I've ever read. And, it's written by Eckhart Tolle, and, and one of the things that he brings up, the, the entire premise of the book, not one, but yeah, the entire premise, is that there is no such thing as as future, and there is no such thing as a past. That might sound weird for you to think about, but it's it's true. There's chronological future, like I have a birthday coming up, and I could die before then, I guess. I sure hope not, but I it, it is a future thing, but the only time that birthday will actually be here is when it's here. It's when it's now. So the future is nothing but a bunch of future nows. And the past is nothing but a a bunch of past nows that already happened. And all we really have is this moment. Just right now. And as I've talked about a lot now in my own life and and shared it on the podcast, but just, you know, I've only shared a few things. My entire life has been in one way or another, one in moment to moment or another, escaping the now. It's been distracting the now. 
And a lot of those distractions have been really, really good things. Really good things. Family, athletics, a mission, like many things that I've done. And they still even had great intentions. The why behind them was really pure and good. But there's also a side that said, I, if I stay still too long, then something will happen. And I want you to think about that for yourself and just for just a second of, can you be still? Do you have a, do you have an off button for your mind? And I know most of you don't because that's just the human experience that we struggle with that. And so as I've, as I've learned more and more about this and this concept and then tried to apply it, a really, a really powerful shift has happened inside of me and my relationship to my emotions is what that shift has been where I've actually allowed myself to begin to feel them again instead of running away all the time. And that, that emotion has really begun to teach me my story. It's taught me so much about my personality, about what I really care about, who I am as a person. It's also allowed me to forgive myself and have a lot of compassion for myself that I didn't always have. But because I was always running away from it, I wasn't able to see that. And so in this moment, just take a second and just check in with yourself. Okay, what that means is kind of bring your attention to your inner to your inner self. And I want you to try to recognize at least 3 emotions that you're feeling right now. Just three. And then I want you to use your hand. If you're driving, then don't get in a wreck. But use your hand and just place your hand on your body where you feel that emotion. Like, where is it? Just by doing this little exercise, it's not like the end all be all, but just by doing this exercise, you just became way more present and connected with yourself. Rather than running away from any emotion, you allowed yourself to acknowledge it, which is if you've listened to any of the anxiety podcasts, that's what you have to do for anxiety as well. You have to face it. So why am I talking about this, right? Because if we only have, if we really only have the now, most of the time people are asking, well, how do I, how do I get there? You know, how do I actually get myself present? And trust me, I am not an expert. (laughs) I am not the expert. This is like, I just admitted, this has been a lifelong struggle, but what I'm learning, especially I learned in church yesterday in such a cool way is that gratitude is the essence of presence. So not just not just being thankful. One of my good one of my good friends, Josh Blazard, he gave a he gave a talk in church yesterday and he talked about the difference between being thankful and actually have, having gratitude. Thankfulness being more of a behavior 
um, that you just simply do. And gratitude is, is a behavior and a deep quality that, that would show someone else the, the thankfulness that's within you. And to act, to, to be grateful, to have gratitude within you requires an extremely important exercise and principle, which is called acceptance. Okay. Gratitude is to accept the now. And it's interesting because my next door neighbor, Whitney, she gave an amazing talk yesterday in church too. And she talked about someone being grateful for their trials who would actually give a prayer and they would say, I'm thankful for my trials. And even to the extent of that saying, give me to pray for more trials. That's some serious faith right there. But to have gratitude in the midst of even a trial requires that you accept that thing that is happening to you. Suffering, mind you, is the denial of what is happening to you, just so you know. Many of us think suffering is just what's happening to us. It really isn't. Suffering is the denial of what is happening to us. Pain is what is happening to us. Suffering is the act of denial, conscious denial of what is happening to us. So gratitude flips that entire perspective, that entire experience on its head to actually allow yourself to accept what is being hap- what is happening every moment. And it doesn't mean you don't have boundaries. It doesn't mean you don't, and, and it doesn't mean you ha- don't have boundaries for yourself. Okay, that's key. You can still be in the now and, and accept things and, and have boundaries for yourself. The coolest part is that it al- your boundaries for yourself allows you to accept everyone else for where they are. And I don't actually need you to be a certain way because I'm okay with me. Now, that's a totally another topic in ways, but the more and more you become grounded with yourself and accepting of you, I promise your need, and it is the word need, it's like an, it's an addiction to be honest with you, your need for other people to be a certain way will be gone. Why? Because you're okay with yourself. If someone in my life is creating pain within me, that's, that's my issue. And the gratitude perspective could actually say, I'm grateful for this human being who is inducing something within me by the way they're acting that is creating an emotion in me that I'm having a hard time with. And instead of blaming them for doing so, what if we realized that the pain that was in you that was already there and that God maybe even sent them to be in your life to expose that pain within you so that you could heal, not become more embittered, not become hateful or vengeful. All right, I just decided I'm going there. If this feels like two podcasts, then it probably does feel like it is because it's going to be. I'm telling you right now, most of our relationships 
started out and maybe still are in the form of an addiction. And what I mean by that is you and your spouse or you and somebody that you are really good friends with, you showed up to that relationship with a lot of internal pain, with wounds, with trauma, with, th- with, with, with vacancies, with holes inside that are hard, difficult to fill. And when you found that person, you did have amazing emotions for them and you, and you did begin to love them. But for the most part, what happens is that person covers our pain. Like I talked about in the very beginning that I spent my life running from. And then I met some people and I meet Shelly and I meet others. And what do they do? They, 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 they soothe that pain. What do drugs do? What do addictions do? They soothe pain. And so we use our relationships to cover pain that we're not willing to look at. And guess what? It really, it works for a while. And then it doesn't. Then that, that drug starts to wear off because the pain's still there. Pain doesn't die. It's still there. And my need, I use that, and you know, I hate that word, but that, that's, a real, that's the real word for it then. That you have this craving inside, this need for that person to be a certain way. And if they're not, what starts to happen in you is that pain starts to come up. The problem is, is that you are so unaware of that pain that you, as soon as it even trickles in, you run or you react. You get defensive, you get angry, you protect it. You hide it. You try to get the person that you care about to even act, to start acting the same way that they, that they used to. You try to get them to be in a place that continues to cover the pain. If they stop acting like cocaine, you keep telling them how to go back to cocaine. And then you resent them for not being cocaine. And you think you need to leave them or that they're the problem. And gratitude would shift all of that to realize that that, what if that relationship was your spiritual practice? What if that relationship was your opportunity that God himself set up in the beginning, even if it was from a place of, of, like I said, of an addiction almost? That doesn't mean it's bad. It just means it's a journey together and it's an opportunity that you have, which is what the beauty of marriage is to grow with another person that you are learning to love more every day because their mere existence in your life exposes you to the pain that you have wanted to be healed for your entire life. That if you would just stop blaming them for and realize that they didn't create the pain, it's already there. It was already there. You just earned the, earned the illusion they created it. If you could get to that place, what would change for you? How would you view your, your loved one, your person, that person differently? I promise you every one of the hardest relationships you have in your life 
are there to help you see something about you. And if you resent them, that's something about you. Am I saying you have to have, be best friends with everybody? No. Hep, heck no. You can still have your boundaries. You can still have the things that you want to be around. Right? But that's from you. It's different than what you need them to be. I don't need anybody to be a certain way around me. But if you want to smoke cigarettes around me all the time, guess what? Like we're not, I, I probably don't want to hang out. It's just, that's just, okay. I'm not, I don't hate you. There's no hate at all. It's just, I, it gives me a headache. It, it makes me cough a lot. You know, it's just something that's, it's just something that's not, I want, it's not something I want to be around. That's okay. But if you want to do lunch and, and you smoke, but you're not going to smoke there, great. No problem. So I have the right to honor that. Right? I have the right to honor that. So do you. But I don't need them to be. It's just about me. It's something that I want. Gratitude, the acknowledgement of what is. The, the attitude of acceptance. President Monson, a prophet in my religion, said attitude is, or, gratitude is an attitude. And it's the greatest of all virtues, is what he said. So gratitude is one of the, the foundational virtues of all other virtues. And we, so, we sometimes become so, so addicted to, to self-improvement do we really realize that without gratitude, self-improvement isn't possible? Think about it. How can you change something you can't accept? And how can you accept something that you can't have any gratitude for? And how many of you can look back at your past and actually have, how many of you can look back now and see the past, which again, funny enough, see your, 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 the, the nows that used to be. How many of you have gratitude for the trials you've gone through? And I know many of you do. I look back and my dad's passing and man, so many other just infertility stuff, like so many trials that I've had. I am so grateful for. So if I can be grateful for them now, why can't I be grateful for them then? And I, I plead with you right now, please don't think that I'm speaking to you as a master, <laughs> okay? Like seriously, I, I am not saying this from a place of like, I've mastered these things. Heck no, not even close. But the fact is, is I understand them. And that's, a, that's something that I'm so grateful for that I can understand these things and share it with you. But please know this is a journey all together. But that is interesting, right? That if, if, if we can stand here now and have, have gratitude for something we went through, then it is possible that in the midst of going through something, we can actually still find gratitude. And maybe the very attempt at gratitude is the healing process that we all need. That it's, it's the, the work it takes to get there is what helps heal us and to bring peace, not, not the gratitude itself. Okay. So as you're, as you're going throughout this week, 
obviously our emphasis in this week is so much about gratitude, which is as it should be. Think of it way beyond just saying thank you. Think of it as an absolute quality and state of mind and state of heart and state of being that will transcend pain, that will help you to know that the people that you love are there for a very important reason to help you heal. I promise, if you'll let yourself look into what got brought up for you. So I'll share a quick story. Where am I at on time? Looking at my thing here, okay. So last night, we're, uh, we're in the, trying to, where was I? I was, in my, I was in my bedroom and I could hear my one of my sons um you know kind of messing with my daughter and and i could feel deep in my chest like this anger and anxiety and it was cool because instead of me just jumping up and reacting and and like kind of enforcing the law i just sat for a minute and i said okay what am i feeling right now and i recognized that as as pain and anger um, but really it was pain and I, and a, and a, and a lack of definitely a lack of patience. Um, and so I was like, I thought to myself, okay, why, why is that thing that he's doing so triggering for you, Shade? And like, what's it bringing out in you? That was the question I asked. What's this bringing out in you? And I thought to myself, well, it does. It makes sense that I, I had a lot of pain growing up. And it was very hidden for me. And I didn't want, I, I, I didn't know what to do with that pain. And so I've always, I learned how to, I learned how to control everything else around it. And so when something, when somebody like my son messes with my daughter and she feels pain, it creates this really strong protective energy in me. And that was the, what I realized was the final emotion within me is a really deep sense of protecting protection. And it came and I realized it came because I was, I've always protected my own pain. And as I, as I said, it actually calmed me instantaneously as I realized that connection, that, that my reaction to my children, when it becomes pretty strong is from a place from my little boyhood and teenage time of, of, of unresolved pain or a way of almost like a personality, a way of being with pain, which is for me has been avoidant and protecting. And so I, I pass it on to my kids. And so it's easy for me to jump in and protect her pain and, and not even see if she was doing something to antagonize and to, to discipline my kid. So that's just an example of if when we are present with ourselves, when we're not just reactive, when we're stay when we stay connected with ourselves, it allows us to take a minute and first off acknowledge the emotion like I had you do, and then do some work. And and if and if this is hard for you, if it's confusing for you, which it probably is, that's come to therapy. Like come, even one or two sessions will open open serious gates. I promise. And, and I've needed that too. Like I have my own therapy and it's so amazing to see 
how just a little bit of opening up to other people, to another person, really helps that window to be more clear, to see to see the where that emotion is coming from. So there's your challenge. To not just act gratefully, but to actually be the essence of gratitude. And I I I I pray for you. I will I am I want to pray for you that you will do that, that you'll attempt it, that you'll even um, attempt it even not knowing how, but accept life, accept the day, accept the the situations that are happening. And, and, I, and I promise, and I challenge you too today and before I promise, but I challenge you that even right now, if there's something you're worried about, for just a second, just stop and just say, just be grateful for the opportunity of whatever that thing is. Be grateful for the opportunity to learn. Be grateful for what it's what what it can be for you. Even if it's something that's really hard. And I promise you'll you'll find your heart to settle, and peace will start to be, become more and more available. Thanks, everyone. Have a great Thanksgiving. And if there's relationships you're with that are a little bit difficult, I hope this can help you to attend that Thanksgiving dinner with an attitude of gratitude and, and accepting that you get to be in control of you and that those people that you might have a hard time with are there to show you things about you that you can learn from, that they can expose pain in you that you can, you can grow from. We'll talk to you again.